Welcome to Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, the queer James Bond podcast, a special bonus episode talking about Bond Week on Dancing with the Stars. I'm Andrew Wheeler. And I'm Shane Holland. So today is Bond Day. Uh, it is October 5th. It is the 60th anniversary of the release of Dr. No in theatres. Um, so what better way to mark that special occasion than by talking about a weird reality show that was on a couple <laughs> of nights ago. I, I mean, uh, if we're ever going to queer up the Bond franchise, <laughs> then this really was the way to do it, I think. Yeah, some, some eye candy, a drag queen. Uh, it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I have so much to say about this ridiculous show, which I've never seen an episode of, by the way. I was going to ask. Yeah, this is this is new territory for you. Like, I've seen a few, like I've seen quite a lot of Strictly Come Dancing, which is the UK right. version that, that this is modeled on. I, I feel like I've maybe watched the occasional Dancing with the Stars episode or certainly the occasional like performer, if it's someone that I like. Let's break this down. You say occasional episode. I am shocked to know that this is season 31 of this program. (laughs) That means that there are like hundreds and hundreds of episodes of this ridiculous show out there, and I've never seen one until now. How is that possible? That is extraordinary. I mean, they do... I assume they're doing at least two a year. um, Oh, yeah, Because this has not been running for 30 30 years. No, no. Um, which is a lot. Like I think dancing with the, uh, I think Strictly Come Dancing is only once a year. But uh, Americans love to overdo everything, of course. So. They certainly do. That makes sense. Um, what? How much do you know about dance? Because I'm completely ignorant of the form, and my, uh, you know, my judgments on all of these performances is well, that looked nice to me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I. Uh, back in grade school, uh, I went to like an arts uh, program for grade six through eight, and oh. I had to take dance as part of that. And I mean, I am not very well coordinated. I don't know if you know that about me. I drop <laughs> things, I break things, I knock myself into things all the time. So you can imagine I was not the most uh, graceful dancer either. <laughs> uh, it was never my greatest subject, although I enjoyed doing it. Uh, so I know kind of the basics of dance however i am with you the ones tonight that i thought were really fun performances uh were some of the worst according to the (laughs) so i don't know i don't know i know nothing about dance apparently so yeah if you're coming to this podcast from a dancing with the stars perspective to listen to these these bond idiots talk about dance be warned we don't know what we're talking about no not a damn clear Uh, i mean you could say the same about james bond yeah yeah We try. We try with yeah. James Wan. We, we do the reading best. Least. <laughs> uh, wait, so I have a question. Is this technically mm. our 50th recording? Oh, is it? No, because we've done another bo- couple of bonus episodes. Oh, rats. Okay, well, we have our special <laughs> episode 50 uh, coming up soon. But this yeah. is this is a great way to celebrate two years of podcasting together, Andrew. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> what a way to mark 60 years of Bond on the, the silver screen as well. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. We, we have actually recorded the next two episodes of the podcast before recording this so it's it's going to be confusing for us it's but not for you listener not for you it's fine don't worry about it i shouldn't have mentioned it oh my god nope. oh doing? my god we've ruined it already uh <laughs> magic is gone we are definitely entering our terrible twos by the way especially with the episode coming up <laughs> oh god uh yeah there's some interesting things coming up in the next couple uh. of episodes oh boy but oh. let's talk about dancing with the stars we're not going to do our usual you know anything bondy and all that stuff this is going to be a quick dirty episode we're going to get it out dump it on the world and hope you enjoy it um (laughs) we're going to talk about all of the acts uh in in sequence as they appear on the show but i think we should probably touch on the the opening of the show this weird skit uh with with bruno tognoni 
as a sort of villain. I hope every episode starts this way. <laughs> I'm sorry to tell you, no, this is unique to this episode. Um, <sighs> Bruno doesn't have any hench people, so already they're failing us on the uh, the Bond recreation. And he's wearing a white tuxedo, which is not a villain thing to do. Um, and Bond has a very blonde beard as well which was confusing i mean we know blonde bond was a thing uh back in the early 2000s but he right. never had a beard like this that's true and well he did eventually get a beard in uh in no time to die right so, oh i guess that's or, true or was it one of the other ones was it specter he's, oh maybe it was he's specter a- he's he's had he's had scruff um yeah. but yeah it was fun uh i like i never the sort saw of him the- on there oh sorry <laughs> it was a fun opening number when they got to the dancing and they got to mm-hmm. the live and let die number like they were centering the women in a really cool way like on the one hand they're kind of evoking the opening credits of a bond movie that's what i wrote it seems like a really fun interpretation of like a title yeah. card sequence yeah and that really worked for me but also it like yeah. sort of empowered the women more than those opening credit sequences ever do oh um. absolutely <laughs> um i mean for one they're wearing clothes which is right. a huge difference from most of those opening <laughs> credits um i did get chills when the theme hit and i know it's not your favorite but when live and let die started to play i was like oh yeah this is absolutely perfect this is the best choice they could have gone with it, yeah it was a great choice i don't hate live and let die i just don't love it as much as you do and i yes, don't I know, like I know. the the reggaeton break <laughs> yes i know i know and you're right to feel that way I'm saying it's very confusing. Uh, <laughs> I noticed they didn't dance to that bit. <laughs> you no, know. Interesting. Wow, yeah. what, what does it matter to you? Yeah. <laughs> Again, they made the right choice, and you're not wrong for feeling the way you do. Um, I guess they couldn't afford the rights to the actual songs, which was a little disappointing, but I guess they also, because it's live dancing, they kind of need to have a live band there for this format. Well, some of them felt to me like they were the original vocal and others definitely weren't. But that's usual. Dancing with the Stars and and all of these shows, they do have a live band and a live singer. And usually they are doing the singing so that, yeah, they can... In the style of, yeah. Yeah, there was truly only one performance that really confused me. I thought, oh, I guess they did get the rights, but we'll get there. Okay, okay. Um Tyra comes out in this huge trench coat dress, the uh, most insane thing I've ever seen in my life. She um, said, before you leave the house, add three things. <laughs> like, clearly, you know, it was a RuPaul reveal, like... Was it? We didn't get the actual reveal. We didn't get the reveal, but she was wearing another dress underneath she wa- it, for Well, sure. you could so, see that. It was, it yeah. was very obvious. <laughs> it was so ugly and so bad. Yeah. And, like... And the yeah, reveal, honestly, not great. <laughs> also ugly. And yeah. yeah, trench coats are not a James Bond thing. Like, yes, I no. get that it's a spy thing, but it's specific to James Bond, not at all. Not even slightly. Like, of all of the iconic outfits from the Bond films, that's what she wants. Like, not a silver pantsuit or something? That would have been great. Right? Oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, because she doesn't get to go away and, and she doesn't get time to change. She used to, like, change outfits all the time when she's hosting this. But now that it's on Disney Plus and therefore there are no ad breaks, she doesn't get as much time to change. So uh. I, I guess that's why she was wearing the reveal coat, but it was, oh, terrible choice. P.S. If uh, you haven't seen this episode and you want to, it is available to watch on Disney Plus for free. Yes, yes. As are the uh, first two episodes of the season, which uh, maybe you'll you'll be into those as well. I, I mean, it was pretty fun, except I, oh my god, I forgot how much I hate the idle format of reality TV, where, <laughs> like, you're reminded to call and text every five minutes, and yeah. it feels so important, and it's, there's just so much time wasting in this kind of TV show. 
I find it especially weird in a show where it's like, well, you can start voting now, even though you've seen even one person One dance, performance? Like, so it's really a popularity contest and nothing yeah. actually matters is what it means. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, we get a lovely little montage of Bond movies as well, which I saw on YouTube a few days ago. So I know they didn't make it just for this. They just right, they it just from YouTube. repurposed it. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> and then we get into the first dancer, Charlie D'Amelio, who is a famous young person, a young person who is famous. Yes, uh, never heard of the person, but oh my god, <laughs> she has perfect skin. She is absolutely beautiful. Um, very odd that she doesn't, that she has a hard time making eye contact because isn't like making eye contact with the camera a whole giant part of TikTok? <laughs> I mean, I guess she has trouble making eye contact with real people. people. Right. Yeah. I guess that's kind of the thing, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and yeah, that felt very, what, what is her generation now? Zennial? Uh, Something like, yeah, sure. Um, yeah. Like very young people don't know much about social cues and social graces. Um, that seems to be a thing that we have sort of, we allow people to accept these limitations in themselves in ways that we didn't in the past. And also she's like, she's 18 years old. She spent the last three years. What? talking into a camera oh my um, god i've wasted I think my life 18, something like that she's also a ringer though because she's been a competitive dancer like oh well i felt that way about shangela too i was like well some of these people clearly have a leg up on the competition yeah so yes she did very beautifully well she deserved to, mm-hmm. to place incredibly well but it was also kind of a bit predictable and boring that you know oh the dancer can dance beautifully and she's 18 or 19 or whatever she is and and has no back pain or yeah. <laughs> or, or, or joints like she's just jello that can just oh my god slide elastic and thin and perfect hair perfect skin perfect smile uh bitch <laughs> yeah i hate her and i love her so much i i wrote i'm so proud uh i, I really actually enjoyed this dance uh I, I obviously it rated highly but as we discussed i know nothing about dance but this was the one time where i was like wow that was beautiful it looked amazing the song choice was perfect uh in yeah. no time to die for her uh and yeah i i really enjoyed it and yeah, oh, and this was she... a song where I thought, oh, maybe they did get the rights because this Billie Eilish impersonation, I thought it was actually Billie Eilish until I learned that every other song was not the actual artist. Yeah, I I wonder. It did sound like it was Billie Eilish to me as well. So maybe it was. Maybe they did use the track, but maybe maybe it was a case of the music was like paced properly and they and they could get the rights. And it's Billie Eilish. She probably you know knows Charlie D'Amelio. <laughs> <laughs> And this is probably the only Bond song that Charlie D'Amelio knows, so that's sure. Yeah, um, that makes sense. And also, like, the fact that they had a good narrative and that Mark Ballas, the, her partner, had this Le Chief, like, eye scar thing going mm. on. And it, it sort of raised my hopes for what they were going to try and do throughout. And it was very up and down in terms of how Bondy each of the, the, the routines were. Oh, yeah. We're, we're going to get to that in just a second, in fact. Um, but I want to discuss quickly the judges panel. I, this is the first time I'm meeting most of these people. Oh, yes. Uh, and Bruno is definitely the, the ding dong uh, person <laughs> of this show, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Bruno is, it cannot be contained he he gets to that license to thrill line so oh quickly. my god he was ready for each one of the movie titles <laughs> with a quip most of which did not make any sense or were not and they weren't actually quippy but nope. my god did he prepare <laughs> 
Bruno is a lot. Uh, you know, Len is a lot in a different way, I feel. Yes. Like. Len, I feel like, might be losing his mind. Is he, is Len getting too old? <laughs> he's he's He is the Prince Philip of this whole situation. Oh, God. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you, you kind of want, worry about you know, where he's coming from and, and yeah. <laughs> I'm never, I'm never quite sure. I mean, Shangela kissed him on the hand, and he seemed very happy about that. So you know, I mean, yeah, I, I that that says a lot to me, and I like. That. <laughs> um, also, Derek Huff always absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, where have you seen Derek Huff before? I don't. Uh, maybe just on the internet uh, or Instagram. That's possible. That's very <laughs> possible. I see the appeal. I don't feel it in my my loins, but but I see it. I see. Mm-hmm, it. I understand. Mm-hmm. He's he's very pretty. How how about that? Yes, yes. No, like clearly he's gorgeous and he can dance. So you know, tick tick, uh, yeah. ding dong, <laughs> ding dong. Shall we move to the next dancer in the list? Uh, absolutely. Uh, this was such a disappointment. <laughs> Poor Cheryl Ladd deserved so much better. She was very generous to Sean Connery uh, in her little talking head oh, thing as so well. Oh, so generous. Yeah. Oh, it was such a pleasure to meet him. Meanwhile, I'm looking at that picture of them together. I'm like, I'm sure that he has his hand on her ass right now. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> if, if you're a Charlie's Angel girl, you're probably, like, your your levels of comfort with these things are probably different. Like, you're so used to being objectified and manhandled that you're like, oh, well... He was quite respectful about the way he violated. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I mean, my goodness, this woman, so elegant and beautiful and graceful at 71 years of age. Holy and she shit. has, she has been through the system. Like she has had a, a, a life. Go. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm so grateful she got to do this show, but, uh, and, and like the, the styling on her was so gorgeous. The sixties hair, um, uh, are we talking about the dress? Because I have, I have questions about the dress. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I thought the dress was hideous. <laughs> it had to survive being used as a Swiffer, so you know. Well, yeah, that's exactly what it reminded me of, uh, Feather Duster, and yeah, I, I, I thought that generally this was a much less interesting couple. Unfortunately, you can see them mouthing the words and counting time yes. the entire time. Uh, and at the end, when they get their critiques, they're like, Cheryl, that was your best dance. And almost wanted to finish the sentence, and we're so sorry to see you go this week. <laughs> Very that, yes. Um, yeah, we, the people you haven't gotten to see were um, the guy that played Smith in Sex and the City was knocked out in the first week. Ah. And the, 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 uh, he was terrible. And the real housewife, Teresa <laughs> Giaducci, or oh, Giudice, or whatever it's called, um, <laughs> was knocked out the second week. And, you know, the woman's a, some sort of accomplice to crime Monster. i don't know yeah you know, she, <laughs> she didn't seem like a person we wanted to be celebrating so good riddance to her uh sad to lose jason lewis aka smith um, yeah just because he's so pretty still so pretty you know he was terrible <laughs> uh we get the best line of the night lovely leg action um which they go to explain in detail uh later which i appreciate <laughs> <laughs> um yeah and i i like that cheryl got to fe- live her bond girl fantasy like for yes, an angel to do bond like that was that was nice it, it yeah. felt like a sort of a good moment a good cultural fit um just a shame that it wasn't a particularly good dance i mean i, I liked it i thought it looked nice the counting really was annoying to me as well but you know yeah I, I was i thought they were they were terribly like they didn't hold back in their in their, in their reviews and no fine. 
one of the few performer performances this night to actually get like just blasted by the judges yeah Yeah. (laughs) we learn here that rumba is suited to bond music particularly well um Mm -hmm. and that involves a figure eight movement uh with the hips which i guess means i know how to rumba so there you go Uh, also it is pronounced rumba like the vacuum cleaner um yes so uh i'll try to remember that Uh, we meet Trevor, and I said, oh, hi, Trevor. And then, oh, he's in the water, and now I'm the one who's wet. And I barely <laughs> I barely remember what that is about, but I do remember Trevor. Yes, Trevor Donovan, uh, beefy, blonde, fabulous abs. Uh, like, he's, he's almost my age, and I, I've never looked anything like that. Um, <laughs> he, yeah, he was on 90210. He played the gay character on the reboot of 90210, which means there are, there, there is a scene where he gets to make out with Alan Richson. Um, oh, what? Lives forever in my, in my heart. Um, oh my yeah. God. Trevor's gorgeous. I follow him on Instagram already. Uh, I wish his hair wasn't quite so mullety right now, but uh, that is so funny that you say that. I literally have a note in here that says, "Andrew, how many of these uh, dancers do you now follow on Instagram <laughs> after this episode?" I mean, I can tell you who I followed it before the episode. Which is, <laughs> I followed Trevor, and I follow Ezra, who is one of the dancers who's like the one of the troop dancers, like doing the little bits yes. between acts. Who was also on Drag Race recently? Oh um, yeah, and I follow Gleb. Uh, mm. oh, oh my Gleb, god, Gleb, Gleb, Gleb. I he has a very long surname. last name. I, yeah. A long Russian Russian name. Mm-hmm. Um, Lots Sav- of consonants, not enough vowels. Savchenko, yeah. We Thank will get you. to Gleb. Um, mm. We Please. will get to Gleb. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Trevor, not a lot to say. Uh, you know, it's a stiff suit that he's wearing, this sort of glossy, ugly, very unbondian suit. Mm-hmm. Uh, very wide lapel that felt completely unbond to me. And, like, the best bit was him sort of starting with a stunt. Um, yeah, yeah, that was the most fun actiony part. Yeah, um, I mean, also the song choice. You know my name. Oh, uh, yeah. Two of the tango. Uh, the song choices throughout are a little disappointing. No, of all everything that they could have gone with, we get that. I don't, we get some of the worst Bond songs. We'll get to them. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. I have so much to think about there. I, I like that the other dancers get to do some stuff with a couple of these routines. Like usually every routine is just the two dancers, but here they sort of had a few incorporate like, other the troop. playing goons yeah. and yeah, and it was really it was fun. Um, uh, also problematic when the troop dancers are there and doing better than the people you're supposed to be paying attention to. <laughs> oh, yes, true. That's probably why they don't usually do it. <laughs> I mean, that's also kind of a rude thing with these interstitials. Like, after uh, they finished their dance and, like, we're going up to the judges' table, you get this, like, little bit of the troop dancers coming in and doing something. Right. It's like, oh, well, that's amazing. <laughs> you you can see the difference. Yeah. You get Ezra doing this figure eight with his hips that I have rewatched on Instagram like 20 <laughs> It's now a gif, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We do get a a queer moment of the episode where when Trevor is getting his points, his scores, uh, two of the other boys are dancing together in the background and and I enjoyed Mm, that moment. Yes, me too. Uh, speaking of things I enjoy. Oh my, well, first of all, I was going to say we're 20 minutes into this episode and between like cutting back and forth from the judges. And then I was like, oh my God, there's more talking to the contestants after that. <laughs> uh, how long is this episode going to be? Oh, uh, very long is the Very answer. long. They, um, it takes them so long to get to everything. Oh God. But I uh, thank God this next dance is coming up because Daniel, oh my God. So 
fucking cute. Yeah, Daniel Durand of uh, the movie Coda. Uh, mm-hmm. I love him. I adore him. He is. He's maybe my favorite. He's certainly up in the top three. So my type. This short king with the broad shoulders and the beautiful twinkling blue eyes. Oh my god. Um, king. Absolutely. Into that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, and also, like, I mean, his story is, is astonishing because this is a, a deaf actor learning dance without music or, you know, without the complexities of music that we get to, to appreciate. And that's astonishing. We get this great moment uh, when he's uh, in the, like, pre-dance where he's learning it and uh, he's so worried because mm-hmm. he can't because it's a slow song he doesn't think he'll be able to feel the beat that he yeah. usually can uh and uh his dance partner's like no no no, you've got this it's about counting it's about being with your partner and being present you're gonna be great and oh my god he does fantastic he, it's so yeah. sexy this was this was a hit this was one of the best of the night for sure world is not enough uh, one of my favorite songs it definitely fit the mood uh of this dance it was great in some dances the man doesn't get to do very much it's mostly about like setting yourself firmly while the woman like twirls and whips. yeah <laughs> um, and that's kind of what he's having to do in this routine and you know you can see him sort of bracing and, and changing his pose to to like take the the exertions but you know yeah it was very slick very sexy and it was kind of i love that there are at least two contestants in this season with uh with disabilities yes um, me too when you're doing a bond week and it's like bond and disability that is not a that is not a flattering history um so it's kind of a nice sort of moment to see these these people these dancers with disabilities doing so well on the show and daniel says uh that it would be so fantastic to see a deaf actor in a bond film and i was like oh my god yeah why has that not happened yet put daniel durand in more films please yes also another reason to love daniel durand by the way i don't know if they've mentioned this in this episode but you will have seen in the audience these two uh middle-aged lesbian women those are his mums oh oh my god that makes so much sense now i was like i love these women i don't know who they are (laughs) but i need to know who they are they were very clearly a lesbian couple just based on the way they were dressed it was fantastic yeah daniel daniel is clearly the goodest of boys because any boy who was raised by two lesbians is going to turn out pretty good i feel yep absolutely (laughs) all right moving on remember her jordan sparks (laughs) wow rough i mean look she's gorgeous she's so sexy in this dance license to kill is a phenomenal song to dance to i feel like Mm -hmm. you know the, the, the gladys knight yeah i was not expecting this choice but it felt so good she gets a lot of notes from the judges, but I, I couldn't tell if they were good notes or bad notes. <laughs> right. <laughs> so they, they, were, they were telling her a lot of things to do. So hopefully that's things she can incorporate into her dance next week. I guess. If I ever see the show again, I, I guess we'll find out. <laughs> um, I, I thought she was very beautiful, very graceful. Uh, and I don't know, the judges, I guess Bruno got a chance to get all over. What's his name? Derek? Charlie? The pretty one? Oh, Derek. Yeah, yeah. Derek, thank you. With just such abandon, which I think was the cue, <laughs> but I would also do the same. Right. I think, I, yeah, I'm, Derek clearly at this point is like, I'll, I'm just going to let this wash over me. Um, <laughs> you know, Derek is, I I think, a straight person. Um, but Is he? I, I don't know about that. Okay, well, I didn't think there was much narrative. Like, this is one of those cases where it was like, wait, how is this a Bond? Like, apart from the fact they're dancing to a Bond song, how is this Bond? Jordan yes. Sparks getting up out of bed, doing a sexy dance, didn't really make sense to me. No, I agree. It, it was one of the least Bond-like uh, dances, for sure. The next on the, the the list, Sam Champion doing a samba to a sort of 
Live and Let Die riff on the Bond thing, but it's actually from Spectre, I think. Yeah, the dance definitely inspired by Spectre. First of all, yeah. I wrote, You're Sam Champion, greatest <laughs> of them all. Uh, yeah, the track is Los Muertos Vivos Están uh, from Spectre, but it mm. sort of has a bit of Live and Let Die visual energy to it you know it's the day of the dead stuff loved the metal chrome skull uh visual on the backdrop yes um i thought that was the most interesting thing about this number <laughs> yes it was stiff it was awkward this man is a, a silver fox and he should be much better at this than he is honestly yeah agreed <laughs> yeah just kind of meh all around for this one yeah yeah, like if you're a if you're a gay man of a certain age, I expect you to be able to dance. And when I reach that age, I will change my opinion about that. There you go. <laughs> yeah. uh, I just want to say that uh, Derek Huff and I have the same birthday, May seventeenth. So keep uh, keep that in your heart. Okay, <laughs> I'll make sure I get a present for Derek Huff. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> now the next performer, I love. And again, oh. this is someone with a disability doing amazing work, showing what she can do while living with that disability. Selma Blair, uh, film actor Selma Blair, as they always bill her on this. Um, yeah. She is doing so well. All of her dances, I feel like, have been some of the strongest for me in terms of the, the, the feeling, the passion, the emotion that comes out of them. Like, I don't know technically where she sits like she seems to be sitting middle of the pack every week um but hers are the routines that i want to like send to people and say oh my god this is beautiful i love it and this was that again like this was this beautiful sexy blindfolded dance to your eyes only um uh, i loved it i loved it so much she just did so incredible is and like to be blindfolded and do all of this would be absolutely terrifying terrifying it, i i don't think she missed a single step from uh from a novice's point of view plus i mean sasha her partner my god so gorgeous gorgeous uh, and and he yeah that like, it was so sweet to see to have him like explain why they were doing it this way mm-hmm. but it was to because she feels more comfortable actually when she's closing her eyes so so like to acknowledge her needs and to acknowledge uh her, her mechanisms in that way and make that the dance was really touching Oh uh, yeah, like dealing with her sensory overload issues yeah. uh, was beautiful, and then this story about "For Your Eyes Only" being her and her mother's favorite song, and her mother mm-hmm. only died a couple of years ago, so it had this like, it just had this momentous feeling to it, and you could tell how much she connected to it, and it's one of my favorite songs, so this was naturally going to be one of my favorite numbers. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it, it all worked so well. I was I was really impressed. If if anything, you're right. If anything was going to get me to watch this show again, it would probably be Selma Blair. Yeah, and you can probably just watch her routines, to be honest. <laughs> oh, great, done. Just, just find them on YouTube. It'll be fine. <laughs> right. Uh, and then in a complete pivot, we get Wayne Brady. Uh, whose favorite film is Live and Let Die, which, you know, mm, uh, but okay. Uh, <laughs> and I said, wait a minute, are we going to hear this song again? <laughs> but no, it's just the regular Bond theme, which honestly, a bit of an odd choice. Well, of of all of the theme songs, you go with the theme song? I don't know. Yeah. He should have been doing Live and Let Die, and the Bond theme should have been that opening number, no? That's just, I mean, that's TV. Structurally, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. But yeah, and the fact that 
like both Sam's number was not to one of the songs, and now this number is not to one of the songs, and it's like, well, there are plenty of songs to go around, guys. I don't. There know are why. are at least twenty five <laughs> choices. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was a very odd choice. Wayne Brady is another of the ringers in the competition. Like obviously he can dance. Like he's yeah. a, he's a song and dance man. He's a hoofer. He he knows exactly what he's doing. And then it's kind of we've already seen like the narrative with the Charlie D'Amelio one with the like the the poison in the cup, the very predictable like switcheroo mm-hmm. and. Then then we get another switcheroo on this one, but with with suitcases, and it's like, okay, you've run out of Bond songs, and you've run out of Bond Bond motifs. ideas. Is like, this just like is this like stock <laughs> dance idea number two? I, uh, right, <laughs> like there's not a lot of switching briefcases in Bond movies, guys. Like that belongs to the same weird misconception as Tyra's ugly, ugly, ugly dress, which um, thankfully <laughs> we're about to lose for a different ugly dress. Hooray! Uh, <laughs> I did think like that whole um, briefcase switcheroo thing back in grade, like my second year of drama school, that was the first thing that I ever creatively did in like a scene. (laughs) So it really felt lowest common denominator for me. (laughs) Yeah, they need to give Wayne Brady something more expressive to do because they seem to just, I don't know, I don't think they're giving him meaningful numbers. Um, And this just felt, yeah, very like clown work to me. There was this hilarious moment just after uh, where they're showing Wayne's family and friends, but they accidentally cut to Michelle Visage. And I was like, wait, <laughs> Michelle and Wayne are what? family and friends? <laughs> the Brady Visages. I mean, that would be a great sitcom. Oh, agreed. That. And I would love it if they were friends because, you know, that they seem yeah. like a fun couple. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, speaking of clown work, Vinny Guadagnino of the Jersey Shore uh, is the next performer. Um, beautiful clown let's just say that (laughs) i look i was never a fan of jersey shore i i think it was one of those things that made me think like oh god maybe i am getting old i don't understand what the kids like these days (laughs) but jesus Vinny has aged well uh he gets to go on a what is it like a what's the word i'm looking for andrew he meets nancy hoogenboom who teaches him (laughs) about being a gentleman and honestly nancy hoogenboom i have no notes she was perfect (laughs) i mean i thought like the whole etiquette training thing looked bogus to me like the oh yeah absolute bullshit (laughs) none of that felt like it was what you would learn at at a an etiquette school at a finishing school the location was like this weird garish like tea room yeah yeah but like not a not like a classic british like regency tea room it was like some an la mockery confection i think probably the walls were made of sugar like i mean it was probably studio number two (laughs) yeah so yeah and and vinny he had a terrible first week he had a much better second week and he seems to be like just ping-ponging backwards and forwards here I mean, I thought this was kind of a fun number, too. Uh, This is where I was like, oh, I really don't understand dance, because (laughs) the judges hated what I thought was maybe a little messy, but mostly interesting. Yeah, I I don't know. He wasn't, he didn't give me Bond. He didn't seem like he was holding character very well. I think Coco, as like Domino, was stunning. She was so good. Maybe that's, maybe that's really what tricked me, is that she was so good and he was very stiff. Um, so maybe we'll see him come back again next week to do to do well again. Who knows? Like they, they throw a little bit of shade and they're like, you know, you just need to practice a lot more <laughs> every day. They also say the audience loves you, which I think is usually the kiss of death. But it seems to have been true for him. Like he, he sailed through to the next week. So, yeah, we'll see. Between dancers here, we get to see Tyra's new dress and it is still hideous. It's oh, there's so much happening. A big white uh, belted. Th- 
disaster um i mean for her to take off a trench coat with this giant belt to have another almost exactly the same giant belt on underneath i thought was pretty hilarious i mean what is who is doing this to tyra it doesn't seem right this is a woman who knows who hates her knows style yeah um that's her job terrible this interstitial is also where we get to see lovely ezra ezra sosa doing his little hip jivey dance number and this is when i said it was really rude to have someone like this show off (laughs) after a performance like that ezra needs to be doing more things on television at all times please he's so cute um and then we get to heidi d'amelio charlie's mother who is famous for being the mother of a person who is famous for being young I don't know. Oh, wait, what? Those two are related? <laughs> you didn't catch that? Yeah. No. Heidi D'Amelio <laughs> and Charlie D'Amelio are related. They are mother and daughter. Oh, wow. This, <laughs> I, does this, does this help me in any way? No. But no. is this an interesting note? Absolutely. That's really surprising. Because I, I was once again like, who on earth is this i have never heard of this person the exact i wow the exact same way i felt about her daughter (laughs) (laughs) yeah like some people are celebrities for the oddest reasons and uh it doesn't make sense to us but i guess the kids are gonna vote for them maybe i don't know if you're a kid do you vote for your faves mum? like everyone loves a mom right I mean, I guess if you're gay, then yeah, you would. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. And, like, she's doing fine. Like, she does, she she looks slick, she looks great. Um, she had Another the- one who, she also has amazing hair, beautiful skin. Yes. She looks great. I thought she was very beautiful. Her partner, though, oh my god. Oh, Artem, he's a beefy, oh. beefy boy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I'm sure you follow him on Instagram, too, yes? I don't know if I do, but I, 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 I'll probably have to fix Update that. Update that now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll work on uh, it. Um, and we get the strangest strong song choice of the night. Another way to die? Yeah. Really? I, I said this is the shortest straw. Like <laughs> Yeah. It's not a good number and it's not it doesn't feel like a dance to me. No, there's some like really powerful movements and like great line work and snapping of the bodies. I guess that's the tango, really, but uh yeah, this this just didn't do it for me. Maybe it was the song, my least favorite song. Yeah. I mean, also, they seem to be dancing to like a Star Wars background, which I found very confusing. Very strange. Very strange. <laughs> Did someone get the wrong notes for that? So yeah, it was difficult to enjoy, but but uh, Beefy Bearded Artem, who I now follow on Instagram, um, certainly <laughs> was worth was worth the, the, the three minutes of however long it took. She was fine. But yeah, the, the song, was was, song choice was bad. The staging was weird. Uh, and didn't she also come up on top uh, in terms of uh, scores this week? Wasn't she one of the ones who was tied for first? No, no. Charlie was, was tied for first. Thing. Yeah, okay, yeah. right. You know, the three were tied and she was in second place after that or fourth place. She's doing very well. Good for her. <laughs> finally, we get to the number that we've all been waiting for. I mean, not Shangela. Don't, don't give people false hope. There's like five more acts to go. <laughs> oh, right. Sorry. I meant finally for me. This is this is where I paid the most attention, and this is where my attention starts to slip after it. <laughs> uh, Shangela says uh, that she wants to get an eight this week, and I said, honey, if you want to get an eight, you've got to be an eight. Uh, I have no idea what dancing is, so take that with a grain of salt. All right, sure. <laughs> um, uh, Shangela, yeah, lovely to see a drag queen on the show. She's not the first drag queen to ever do one of these competitions, but the first one on this, the American version. Um, and she gets Gleb, and that is drawing the longest straw, because Gleb, oh, oh. 
So she's so beautiful. Such good energy. So good. She says, "She says Gleb is like my hot brother." And <laughs> <laughs> like, oh brother, I'm stuck in the the washing machine again. Um, <laughs> Gleb is beautiful, and he's clearly an ally because even though he's a straight man, he posts the best oh. thirst traps on his Instagram. Um, so thank you, Gleb, um, for, for your support. You're, you're so appreciated. <laughs> Uh, one of the better song choices of the night, too, Goldeneye, mm-hmm. uh, another Roomba dance. And, like, they get this amazing Goldeneye graphic behind them, which is, oh, I would say, even better than the film version. Uh, <laughs> and the dance itself is really fun. Yeah. It's, like, really hot. Uh, it, it felt brilliant. I watched it again this morning, actually. I thought it was so good. Yeah, it was great fun. Like, it's a great choice, great, very theatrical song to do, and some really wonderful staging and yeah it just felt very sensual and very action-packed gleb getting to throw her around the way i would like him to throw me around yes. um she had some amazing like shangela looked fabulous in that gold dress yes. and the eye makeup and it seemed like she'd throwing some like some tutting into the the routine did, did you mm-hmm. catch that like i noticed a, that bit of the other type of ballroom um, yeah a, l- a little voguing and mm. some handwork that uh felt perfectly shangela it worked so well with the roomba yeah uh, worked really well with like the story of the dance and the song that they were trying to do yeah i i thought this was really one of the best successes of the night no matter what the score was that they got yeah uh, and also shangela says like that she wants to be the first drag bond girl and i thought that was a great idea yes it, let shangela do everything just throw her <laughs> in the background of a bond film and i'd be totally okay with that shangela and daniel durand uh in a bond movie We'll make it happen. We have no power. We have no power. (laughs) Absolutely not. So from Goldeneye to Goldfinger, um, Jesse James Decker is the next artist to perform. She's a country musician, I think. Um, Sure. I kind of forget she's hit. Her and Gabby Windy are the two where I'm like, I don't know. You're not doing, like, you're doing fine, but I don't really know who you are and I'm not learning. Um, Correct. Um, her partner, though, Alan Burstyn. Mm, yes, please. Oh, he's gorgeous. Uh, sadly, his Instagram is not thirsty, so I don't follow oh, it. But oh my goodness, damn. he's so pretty. And I, you know, I thought he was maybe another short king. There's something about his compact build that made mm, me think, oh, yeah. he's a shorty. He's six foot. I'm like, what? Gleb is six no. one. Is it just because Jesse James is also a giant? I guess so. She must be six foot as well or something, or 5'11 or something. But yeah, like Alan Burstyn is six foot. Gleb is six one. They look like there's about a foot difference between them. Absolutely. So. Very strange. Someone's lying or something. <laughs> in, in the pre-dance segment, she says that Goldfinger is my favorite Bond film. And I said, I don't think she's ever actually seen a Bond <laughs> film. In fact, they cut to them watching like a highlight on an iPad as if to remind her, hey, this is what a Bond film looks like. <laughs> um, she did get one of the most Bondian stagings, like the fact that she was wearing gold body paint. Oh, um, yeah. Beautiful. And was striking some very Bond poses some very opening titles poses that I really enjoyed. And like... Okay, apparently it wasn't good. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know? they, in fact, they hated her feet in particular. Right. They just hated them. I don't um, know what that means, but they hated them. Yeah, it, this is one of those things where, where, yeah, I don't know what I'm looking for. I don't know what I'm judging. So I have no idea. I'm never looking at the feet. 
clearly that's the thing that I should be looking at. Apparently. Uh, that reveals everything. Um, so yeah, I enjoyed this, but it was terrible, I'm, I'm told. <laughs> yes, uh, apparently. All the glitters, I guess. Yeah. But they did call out C.J. Emmons, I think his name was. Who, who I was also wrote the- that. Who, who sang Shirley Bassey so beautifully that so I was well. like... So, so well. For a moment, I said, wait a minute, did we get the rights again? But no, 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 no. no. <laughs> All right, let's let's talk about another slab of beef. The, this one. Joseph Biani. Oh, my God. Bayna. Bay- or Bayena, maybe? Isn't he Arnold Schwarzenegger's son? He is. Isn't that crazy? It's such a weird <laughs> story because, yeah, his, his mother, Mildred, was Arnie's maid. And uh, he had an affair with, you know, Arnie had an affair with his maid. And then did not tell Joseph, you know, Joseph did not know who his father was until the day after Arnie left the governor's mansion of California. Holy shit. Yeah. This kid. What a story. That sucks. Uh, right? But you can see that he's Arnie's son. Like, he is a thick hand. And you know what? I'm looking at some of the pictures on Instagram and through Men's Health. I think he's doing okay, huh? He looks gorgeous. <laughs> he seems pretty happy. Yeah, I think, I think, yeah, he's, he's achieving whatever he wants to achieve in life, which is being a thick ham, you know? I mean, he does say he'd yeah. like to be Bond, and I'm like, no, Joseph, that's, oh, that do is you not, not understand? On the cards. <laughs> yeah. We, we've discussed an, having an American Bond, and they said Burt Reynolds, and we said, no, nope. thank you. <laughs> and also, like, Bond just can't be this size. I just don't no. think it's. Um, and he's not a he's not a dancer, that's for sure. Um, <laughs> no, certainly not. Um, but I, I mean, it's a pretty romantic song, considering that it's two writings on the wall. Another, you know, real slog. Yes, true. And for some reason, we're doing another Day of the Dead riff. Like, there's so many skulls and things going on in this episode. I'm, it feels like the producers have seen two Bond films, right? <laughs> Live and let die, Inspector. And they only watched yeah. the first ten minutes of Spectre. <laughs> exactly, and, and they got to see the uh, the scene with Jill Masterson from Goldfinger on mm-hmm. an iPad. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, <laughs> they really passed that iPad around. I also love that at the end of this number, they cut to someone in the audience who mouths, "That was really good," as if to like tell us that that was really good. I mean, he's the only person who I thought, "Oh, those scores were generous." Like, yeah, for this sure. was the one time where I was like, "I don't understand why they're being nice." him len reads him correctly is like i why are we always seeing you do like strength exercises like oh you, you lifted her up like she was like a bag of coal or something and it's like yeah no, yeah this is not joseph yes you are strong we get it we don't need to see it you can you, you we see it it's fine but that that move where he lifts her above his head and then drops her and she kind of like rolls down his arms it just his movements seem so stilted and yeah. dancey it really like you said it is like just watching someone doing some weightlifting with a human body instead of a barbell yeah a barbie instead of a barbell sorry uh <laughs> I can't believe that they allow people to boo the judges live. <laughs> no wonder Drag Race isn't filmed in front of a live studio audience, oh, yeah. and no wonder Secret Celebrity Drag Race has had all of its teeth removed. Yeah. Uh, because imagine RuPaul standing up to that nonsense, like saying, mm, I didn't like it, and then having a chorus of people behind her being like, that's the wrong choice, bitch! <laughs> Yeah, Rue would not stand for that. She would clear the room. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, uh, that was the last episode of Drag Race. (laughs) The the final contestant, Gabby Windy of The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, or maybe both, I don't know. Um, (laughs) This is where she sits down with her her dance partner, Val Chermakov's 
Valchemikovsky. So many Russian names. Uh, mm-hmm. She sits down with Val Chemikovsky and they both agree that their favorite Bond girl is Halle Berry. And I thought, mm, even Shane mm. wouldn't say that. <laughs> yeah, I had some questions. <laughs> Two people in one room and they're both like, yeah, Halle Berry, she's my... No, no. No, this is a prom. This is a case <laughs> of seeing Goldfinger on the iPad for inspiration the day of. Though I did really appreciate when he shows her the video. And he's like, can you see how Halle... Uh, carries her hips can you do that and she says no no (laughs) and i was like thank you at least recognize your strengths and your weaknesses yeah you are not halle berry you will never be halle berry um and that's fine that is absolutely fine so they do a cha-cha to die another day which oh my god uh I, I wrote, if the dance isn't great, then shoot off some pyrotechnics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. I mean, yeah, this is another terrible song to dance to. Jerky, herky, jerky. Like, if you were doing modern dance, maybe I could see it working. But yeah, I feel like they're not playing to Gabby's strengths. yet. And yet, she gets some of the best yeah. compliments of the night. They compare her to Sid fucking Sharice. <laughs> I was, I guess I was incredibly wrong about the quality of that dance. Apparently. <laughs> we, we know nothing. We're ignorant. We're fools. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, and she's wearing a catsuit that's lovely, but doesn't feel like a Bond catsuit. So again, the stylists no. are missing the mark. I don't know why there were so few Bond costumes on this stage. Like Some of the most iconic outfits of all time on film, and then yeah. to shove them in like a red tango dress or a, a fucking mop head, like, it just doesn't make any sense. It was baffling. Like, I mean, one of those boys should have been doing a dance routine in blue uh, swim trunks at the very least. You yes. know, Trevor would have rocked it in the blue uh, swim trunks. Hell, even, why not Joseph Bayana or whatever? <laughs> what Would have appreciated that. Sure. I mean, it, yes, that would get his follower count up for sure. <laughs> so then we get the final judging, the scores, etc. Um, so much pageantry with the revealing of the votes and the audience votes and ugh, blah, yeah, they, blah, blah. They don't want us to know like where everyone is ranking. They just want us to know who the bottom two are. But we know the, from the judges' scores at least how they rank up that way. I don't know how Joseph Boehner was above Selma Blair. Um, Popularity. I'm, I'm angry about it. No, this was the judges' scores. Oh, what? Oh, no. How? How? Like, he, he had 29, she had 28. So the scores are all, like, close, but it's still... And he, she had a handicap. A liter- like, a yeah. literal blindfold on. <laughs> he was bad and she was great. <laughs> uh, I, I don't, don't understand. I don't, I don't, don't know dance. It. I hate it. <laughs> I was never good at it and I'm not good at this and I don't care. <laughs> so it comes down to Cheryl versus Sam in the bottom two. The judges save Sam. I think only because they've already saved Cheryl... Yeah, that sounds like a pretty reality TV decision to make. Um, I wrote it's because of that criminal dress. I, I feel like Cheryl is really trying and was like heartbroken about it, whereas I feel like Sam is kind of checked out. So I was a bit... Yeah, I was, I was not disappointed happy about in that, that decision too. And also sending an angel home on Bond bon night, that seems rude to me. It seemed very rude. I mean, I guess yay for queer people going further, uh, but this show has maybe some of the most queer representation on any show I've ever seen. <laughs> so that, yes. what is that saying? Bruno <laughs> Tognoni gets the queer point all by himself. So Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't always have to be positive representation, you know. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's most TV and film with gay people in it. Um, Final thoughts. There's not enough dancing on this show that's about dancing. Right? Yes. You spend a lot of time between the dances, not dancing. Just give us more Ezra. Just Yes. That's all I need. 
Agreed. Uh, yeah, my big, my two big disappointments. One is that the costumes were not Bondy enough. There are so many great looks that they could have. Even if it's like a, I, I don't feel like it can be a rights issue, but if there is a rights issue there, you can pay tribute to the looks in like the gold oh, bikini and all that stuff. Like they did the gold bikini look. Why is that like one of the only recognizable looks on that stage? That's crazy. Um, Very crazy. And the other thing is the songs they didn't use. Like they used some truly awful Bond songs. Like why not you only live twice? Or like that would have been such a better choice than that Sam Smith song. Right? Skyfall. I mean Sky Oh my god, one of the most popular, like the only Oscar winning Bond song ever. Uh just well, until sorry, second. Until, until, until <laughs> Right. Oh shit, right. <laughs> I still uh, can't then, believe that's a thing. And then we Billie have to Eilish. Take that back. So yeah, yeah. So yeah, all time high. I mean, I guess it's not that famous, but it would be a beautiful dance. Oh yeah. Uh, nobody does it better. Everyone loves that oh, song. Oh my god, I can't believe that song wasn't on there. You'll be sad that tomorrow never dies didn't make it. I'm sad that the man with the golden gun didn't make it. We both understand probably the reasons. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. Uh, and no, we have all the time time in the world. Ah, uh, would have been perfect. So fitting for that last film to have included it here, but they didn't. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. This, it was interesting to watch. I am not sold on Dancing with the Stars, however. <laughs> yeah, I don't feel like this was made by people who are passionate about Bond. It felt very no. much like Can you contractual believe that? or something. I don't know. Oh, it felt very contractual. <laughs> Someone, Eon, paid a lot of money to be included on this show, it feels like. Right. But not enough to use the rights to all of their songs. That would I have mean, been too much money. The fact that the theme of next week's episode is things on Disney Plus is like, okay. <laughs> I thought I was mishearing or misunderstanding. <laughs> I thought maybe she was just plugging Disney Plus uh, and also next week's episode. I to realize yeah, honestly, that that is the theme i'm tuned out already andrew <laughs> I, I mean i'm i am fascinated to know what they do with, with <laughs> I, stuff, it's gonna like... be she hulk and and or uh... <laughs> a, a bit of like high school musical the musical the musical oh, or whatever that's called no, I, I don't no, know no 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 <sighs> i mean maybe Rough. some classic disney stuff but Probably Hocus also. Pocus 2, maybe? <laughs> oh, maybe. So, Dancing with the Stars, you're not a convert to it. I don't think anyone who loves Bond was involved in the making of it. Um, but I will say my favorites remain uh, uh, Daniel Durant, mm -hmm. Selma Blair, and mm -hmm. uh, Shangela. And Shangela, yeah. If they don't make it to, I don't know, is there a top five on this show? Then I would be very disappointed. I think it's a top three, usually. Sorry, one last thing. The fact that there isn't some kind of dance-off at the end like <laughs> I, I know that's a bit of a drag race that I, well they do it on everything drag race glow up uh the 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 glass show there's always some kind of like final thing like prove your worth to us yeah. but no here it's just like well the audience doesn't like you so bye bye <laughs> yeah i mean it kind of has to like having them learn a second dance routine that they probably won't get to do would be a little bit hard so it could just be a dance move no just like <laughs> Freestyle a, free a cha-cha for 10 seconds. Uh, well, we'll see if we can get you in charge of the next season, and then we can have a better Bond episode than this Thank one. you. Thank you. <laughs> and we won't get Teresa Giaduce or any of these other terrible people. Ooh, monsters. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that brings us to the end of a, a another bonus episode. We probably we I feel like this being the the sixtieth the sixtieth anniversary starts now. 
officially, right? Right now, with this episode of Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. So there may be other bonus episodes to come. I feel like the the music of 007 dropped today on Amazon Prime. Oh, what? We can check that out. Maybe we'll have some thoughts on that. There'll be other things in the coming year, I'm sure, that we can talk about. Yes, I think we will absolutely be checking in on the 60th anniversary more than once. The next casting episode is coming up tomorrow as we release this. And then we have our episode on the movie The Avengers, starring Sean Connery, Uma Thurman and Ray Fiennes. Oh my goodness, you're going to want to uh, make sure you're subscribed for that. It's an absolute clusterfuck. Yep, hold on to your butts. And remember, you can follow Kiss Kiss Bang Bang on Twitter and Instagram at KKBBPod. Follow me at Wheeler, Shane at, at Shane Came Back, and our talented graphic designer, Carl Schurer at C-A-R-L-S-H-U-R-A. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang is recorded in Toronto on the traditional territory of many nations, including the Mississaugas of the Credit, the Anishinaabeg, the Chippewa, the Haudenosaunee, and the Wendat peoples. We acknowledge that we are settlers on unceded territory. Thank you so much for listening, and until next time... Kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Bang.